Hello, and welcome to episode 39 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we're going to discuss the recent comic books, Doomsday Clock 10, Silver Surfer Black, number one, and our thoughts on the upcoming Heroes Con 2019. This is your spoiler alert for Doomsday's Clock 10 and Silver Surfer Black 1. This is Matt, and I'm joined by Noah. Hey there. So, Noah, um, again, as our biggest Watchmen fan, why don't you uh, start us off um, with your thoughts on Doomsday Clock number 10? You know, I'm on board for this series, whether it's good or it's bad, just because I like, you know, I like Jeff Johns. I like Gary Frank. I like what they do with stuff. And I like that this is sort of, uh, you know, if you take it lightly, it's like the Watchmen movie. It'll hopefully just get people to read Watchmen, you know? It's not going to be Watchmen-level quality it's just going to do its part in pointing people to like the greatest graphic novel ever written and drawn, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this issue 10 just sort of re like rehabilitated this. I kind of was a, I kind of get upset when um, people try to seriously replicate like, you know, Alan Moore's writing style, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, you know, like that, like, this is like, you know, beyond a doubt, them just him trying to write the issue of Watchmen where uh, Dr. Manhattan recounts his life story in non-linearly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think, I mean, I, I kind of get annoyed with that where I'm like, just Jeff, just write your own stuff, you know, just write how you write, you know, like he's a good writer. Like, I don't know if he needs to like, I don't know, resort to that as wholeheartedly as he did this issue. Um, but I liked a lot of the other like reality bending stuff in this issue. Uh, what are your thoughts? No, uh, this was, uh, well, I think with nine and 10, I think the, the, the pace has really been picked up and these have been two of my favorites. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, and as I said, we, we, we talked about spoilers, but this is going to delve a lot into the, the, the history of, uh, of Superman. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that part of it. And it's sort of, uh, teasing us at this, at this big battle that, uh, we should, we should see of these two, uh, very powerful beings. So yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think there's some subtleties in like how the film plays out you know like Mm -hmm. i'm wondering if the woman represents wonder woman you know because wonder woman's playing a big part to the side and she gives the detective a globe that he then uses to you know escape basically yeah um so like you know in the the fight I'm wondering, like, you know, it's like, it's like earth shattering, right? You know, so it's going to be the fight between Manhattan and Superman is going to be earth shattering, like the globe shattering against the bad guy's face. But it's all this like meta commentary where it's all predestined, you know, and all written by a screenwriter and performed by actors like Dr. Manhattan sees everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's that cool thing. I really like that aspect. I like the idea of, Manhattan messing around with the DC universe and sort of being the one that's guided it along its path, you know, like moving the ring out of the way of Alan Scott and, uh, you know, all that stuff and, uh, messing with the original sort of golden age justice society characters. Um, and then of course with Superman, uh, it's, yeah, I, I, I like it a lot. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm still wondering if uh, the last issue was a hard reset for the universe, if they were like, you know, but at the same time, uh, after reading this issue, there's a lot of uh, follow-ups from the first issue, you know? Mm-hmm. So the first issue had that part where Clark wakes up from the dream of his uh, his parents and it's like he doesn't remember it ever happening, you know? And that's Manhattan maybe messing with his his timeline and everything like that. But also from the first issue, uh, they've been setting up this, maybe possibly the death of Superman or at least something shattering with Superman with the, like the, the date that Ozymandias and Rorschach and the the mime and the marionette go back in time or go back into the rea- into the current DC um, timeline is the day that uh, the death of Superman came out. Mm-hmm. So like it's uh, it's all moving towards it's all been moving towards the big showdown between Superman and Manhattan. Um, what I was hoping for also with this issue was maybe some nods to the button um tom king stuff but i don't think there was anything like that in here was there like reverse flash being killed by manhattan or anything like that no not not that i remember um but to to one of the points that you brought up uh a a little bit earlier um about manhattan playing with the timeline yeah um, you know there was uh, some of, I don't know if it's ever been confirmed or if it's still like fan theory that uh, Manhattan caused the new 52 um, by uh, just sort of playing with the time stream and that, that five years of new 52 was just sort of like uh, uh, an experiment being run by Manhattan. And then when you go to rebirth and the button, um, showing up in rebirth that's sort of like everything sort of uh with that experiment ending and sort of bending back to the to the main reality so there's a lot of like moving parts and there's a lot i mean uh you know there's there's watchmen there's dc continuity there's new 52 and there's there's rebirth there's there's a lot to to consider here and i think this issue does confirm that fact because he, they go through all the iterations of Superman, including the, you know, the 1938 Superman. They do uh, Man of Steel Superman from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I think they even do, yeah, they definitely do the New 52 because they show the black Superman symbol against the red. So, yeah, so he, and, and of course the t-shirt Superman as well. And yeah, so he does... He says, like, yeah, he says, he, I have uh, on, ish, on page 25, panel four, he says, I have altered the metaverse and in turn the multiverse. And on that panel is Superman in his new 52 costume. So I think that's a definite, yeah, we've confirmed the fact that Manhattan not only caused new 52, but every iteration of Superman, or at least he's been overseeing every iteration of Superman. Okay. Yeah. And I'm looking at that page now. So, um, the, the, the bottom two panels, um, below that were, were actually, so looking at that page, you, you said that's page 25, 25. Where, yeah. So where we see the, uh, new 52 Superman in that Jim Lee costume, um, uh, with, with the, with the, with the belt, no trunks, 
but below that we have uh, we have the Flash showing up, and which he's sort of, the he's the guy who resets Rebirth, um, Bar- um, Wally West Flash. Yeah, and he also yeah. does. Uh, he's also um, is, 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 is this uh, okay? So this is Wally. Yeah, that's Wally from. Okay. and Wally's the he's the catalyst for Rebirth. But Barry Barry Allen is the one that uh, causes Flashpoint, which starts the New Fifty Two. Yep. Okay. So and but but also I guess you could say Barry helps with re with Rebirth as well because he remembers Wally and pulls yeah. him out of the the Flash uh, the uh, oh what's it called the um, uh, what's it called the Flash not the Flash Force what's it called. Uh, the, 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 the speed, speed force, force. yeah, yeah. He pulls him out of the speed force yeah into back into reality because he remembers wally mm-hmm. and then that's how rebirth sort of begins um but uh there's a lot of like theories around superman like you know because superman in the current rebirth he's from the continuity before new 52 the Correct. superman is yeah and uh they didn't address that in this issue um so like the flash and superman have been sort of the catalysts for the reset of rebirth basically other than the tonal shift of most of the comics like the story wise as far as new elements being brought in the the majority of like the reality resets are superman and flash whereas new 52 is pretty much just the flash Mm -hmm. and uh it's it's cool to see like maybe like I, i i like the idea that like yeah, Dr. Manhattan, like, is sort of, re, like, you know, just sort of witnessing multiverses, you know, and, uh, you know, I don't know how much, like, he believes that he's causing them or if uh, he believes that he's just there. Because I think this issue with the, the, the switching back and forth with him and the actor, you know, mm-hmm. the, excuse me, and the fact that the actor he's sort of witnessing and has the, you know, the closest relationship to, maybe sort of shows maybe how he views himself, you know, that he's just sort of an actor. He just doesn't have any agency in the, in time, like he sort of talks about in, in the original Watchmen. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how much of this is him feeling like he's actually creating something or if it is just him doing, moving towards the inevitable, you know? Yeah. So we have we have two issues left. We have 11 and 12. Right. Um, and we're going to... You know, all of this is leading towards a fight between Superman and Manhattan. Yes. Um, and we, we still have all the other heroes that are still um, on Mars. Um, knocked out, dead, and cast, uh, you know, uh, passed out. Um, so, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna factor in somehow. Yeah. And is Wonder Woman still on Earth? I think yes. she's still on Earth. So, yeah, she's and, dealing with the villains on Earth. Yeah, and is I'd have to go back. Is Bat is Batman still on Earth, or is Batman like Batman's trailing the other? Isn't he trailing the other heroes? Yeah, he was trailing. No, he sent a message in the last issue to them to tell them that it was a trap. Okay, and it didn't get there on time. Okay, or maybe it did. We don't know. Okay. Um, but we know in this issue that Manhattan has a choice between him for the next two issues. Either he lets Superman destroy him or Manhattan goes back and destroys the metaverse is the big thing. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that may also be the the symbolic thing of the actor throwing the earth at the guy and it's smashing, you know, then that might be the other meaning is that Manhattan is, uh, is going to have to smash the multiverse in order to beat, in order to prevent Superman from killing him. Or he's just going to be the actor who ends up just dying, you know, and inevitably dying, um, by the hand of his own accomplishment, you know, that kind of thing. So the actor gets plunged to death with his Academy Award, you know, a golden statue, that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Or Manhattan ends up being killed by basically the the thing that he caused, which is Superman, you know, or he's been witnessing. So I don't know. There's a lot. To, there's a lot of cool stuff in this issue, and uh, yeah. I just wish it had been told more in Jeff John's voice and less in trying to imitate Alan Moore's voice. Yeah, very true. Um, so do you want to, do you want to move on to the next book or do you, do you think we've, we've covered uh, doomsday uh, clock uh, enough here? I think we could talk about doomsday clock till the cows come home. Cause it's, there's a lot to talk about here. Um, I'll be interested to see how this ends next issue. Hopefully they go back to the, new Watchmen characters and the old Watchmen characters that have not been seen for issues mm. on end, you know? Yeah. Uh, Cause I want to know where like, you know, who the heck the comedian is, if he is in fact the comedian, you know, they still haven't answered that question. Very true. So, yeah. All right. So the next book we were going to talk about uh, came out uh, today uh, as of the date of the recording, which is uh, uh, June 12th, correct? Yep. That is Silver Surfer Black. Why don't you tell us about that? Um, I know you're looking forward to this. Um, uh, I, I think the, the main driving point for you looking forward to this is, is the art. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Donny Cates writing. Who I, I have not read much of Donny Cates. I love his Venom run. Um, but it's also, it's, it's, it's Trad Moore on, you know, pencils and inks and it's, mm-hmm. Anything by Trad Moore, I'm I'm usually on board with issue by issue, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, he's probably probably one of the great, if you know, arguably one of the greatest uh, working artists in the traditional medium today. You know, like as far as uh, he's kind of the antithesis to um, Sean Murphy, who we talked about. You know, where you know Sean Murphy is very messy and stylized. Uh, like uh um trad trad's very like very uh very smooth very uh deliberate with all his lines you know like there's nothing laid down on the page that doesn't feel like it's supposed to it's not supposed to be it's supposed to be there you know uh it's uh, you know it's very minimal but at the same time there's this like beautiful craft to how smooth everything is and how you know perfectly curved and perfectly contoured everything is in his books. And this book is no exception on that case at all. And um, I, I was really surprised to see how well Donny Cates and Trad Moore's artwork art works together. I also think it helps with the subject material being Silver Surfer traveling through a wormhole. You know, that just lets Trad be as weird as he possibly can be while still maintaining that awesome energy that he has in all his artwork. 
Okay. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's been a great issue first issue so far. So I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah. And, um, I haven't read it, um, but I did, uh, I did overhear, uh, on another podcast that, uh, all the original art for this was sold to, to one person sight unseen. Oh, wow. Some, so somebody owns every page of, of art to, to this book. Oh, darn it. I was hoping he'd have some, Trad would have some of that art at Heroes Con this weekend. I really wanted to look at it. Oh, but alas. Well, yeah, that lucky SOB, wherever he is, hope he's happy. Um, I think he is. Yeah. Uh, that must have cost a fortune, though. Yeah. The Tradmore artwork is not cheap. And especially Tradmore artwork with a licensed character like Silver Surfer, you know? Um, that's a big deal. So how many issues is this series? Uh, five. Five? Okay. Yeah. Um, so um, we, we, just, we, we gave a spoiler alert. So uh, what did you think about the, the, the story uh, in the first issue? Was it a lot of setup or did they, uh, did they just jump into the, into the action? They did, they did a good job setting up. They, like, gave, um, they gave like Silver Surfer a great three-page origin story. You okay. know, but it fit with where his character is and what he's being tempted with. So at the beginning, they just sort of like first splash page is him silhouetted by Galactus. It's a beautiful page. There's some screen tones being used. And I don't know if I've ever seen Tradmore use screen tones in his artwork before. Again, it's very smoothly, you know, works really well with his lines. It's very smoothly integrated into the overall page. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I really loved it, um, but it was really cool to see that uh, that other side of his artwork that normally I just associate him with pencils and inks, but here there was some really cool use of screen tones on that first page. Um, and that's followed by a double page spread with a couple of panels on it that just goes over him being the Herald of Galactus, you know, and him fighting back against Galactus and him sort of struggling with the idea that you know, this was sort of run over in the uh, the slot and all red run as well with him just being a mass murderer, you know, or at least like uh, an accessory to mass murder on like a planetary scale. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just sort of him about him coping with that at the beginning and then also him sacrificing himself so that uh, most of the new guardians of the galaxy wouldn't get sucked into the wormhole. And not being able to save everybody, but he himself also being lost into the wormhole and uh, trying to find his way back. And so, like, this is definitely, it starts it off about how he's constantly trying to balance the nonviolent side of himself with the, like, you know, the herald of death side of himself. So it's, uh, he has this great fight between these three titan gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that takes up the last chunk of the book, and it's you know it's just Tradmore and all his like kinetic beauty of fight sequences where the the ground is like uh, reverberating under each impact and everything like that. It's it's really beautifully done. Uh, there's some real trippy artwork in this, especially when Silver Surfer goes into the wormhole. But then again, specifically and especially in his fight with the three Titans. And uh, yeah, then the the final twist, I'm not going to ruin it on this podcast, actually. It, it's pretty great and it ties in very well to what uh, Donny Cates has been doing elsewhere. And another okay. character that he, I think he wrote into existence. I don't know for sure. It might, I think it is sort of one of his originals in this universe. 
and I was very excited to see him at the end of this issue. So okay. it's, um, you know, it's a, uh, it's a great reveal to the ending and it's great to see Trad Moore's, uh, rendering of this character at the end. And, um, it's, it's, it seems to be a good fit for both, for both parties involved. And Dave Stewart on colors is phenomenal along with, uh, uh I think, um, Oh, what's his name is uh, Clayton Cowles on letters. Marvelous job as always. It's, it's a great, it's a great team that we got going here and I'm glad it'll be just a nice short five issues and there'll be beautiful art and beautiful story all around. So I'm looking forward to it. And this is supposed to, is this supposed to conclude the, like the cosmic uh, stuff that uh, Donny Cates is working on or, or, or am I misremembering that? I'm guessing it is as much as like, you know, Endgame was supposed to be the epic conclusion to the Marvel universe, you know? Okay. I don't think Johnny Cage plans on stopping anytime soon. No, no, uh, no. You know, unless, unless someone like Hickman comes around and decides that he's going to do his own cosmic earth shattering, uh, like reality shattering story arch and story arc that, you know, wrecks everything Johnny Cage has been working towards. Um, but I think, you know, I think this was sort of an untapped uh, area in the Marvel universe and Donny Cates just sort of slid in there at the right time and was able to just play in it. And it's great to see him do that and do a good job at it. Very cool. I think this was one we'll have to revisit when it's uh, finished. Uh, you know, obviously we just talked about Doomsday Clock. Uh, when that finishes, we're going to sort of have to unpack everything there. So this is probably another series when after five comes out, we'll, we'll have to uh, revisit and look at it as a, as a whole. Yeah, I think that would be really great. I think there's going to be a lot more, a lot to unpack. It's, it's definitely another antithesis to Doomsday Clock and just how simply laid out it is, but at the same time, just so trippy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's going to have a lot to unpack as far as themes and story and character as probably Doomsday Clock is in the end. And it'll only be over five issues and Doomsday Clock will have had 12. So, yeah. But at the same time, Doomsday Clock had to balance all of the DC Universe and the Watchmen characters. And this one will just be uh, Silver Surfer. Very cool. All right, so let's uh, let's move into our third topic here. Something that we're we're both looking very very forward to. Um, and and two days, uh, Heroes Con twenty nineteen starts, um, which is one of the uh, the best shows uh, in the United States for um, comics and art. Um, and uh, you know we're going to be there. We're going to be going around uh, talking to the various folks. Uh, Hanging, hanging out at the West End, uh, going into the auction. Um, what are some of the things you're looking forward to the most? Uh, definitely all the books I'm trying to get signed this time mm-hmm. around. And uh, prints I'm going to get from some artists, hopefully. Uh, those are the things I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to sitting in on some panels. Yeah. Um, especially the uh, – I think there's going to be a Chris Claremont panel coming up. So I'm, I'm really excited to – sit in on that one and uh not chris claremont um bill sinkevitz that's what it is yeah um, that's gonna be with the uh, that's gonna be with jim rugg and ed piscor uh the uh cartoon kayfabes so that's yeah that's gonna be a pretty good one i'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to that and i'm looking forward to meeting bill sinkevitz I'll, I'll stand in line for him and uh, i'd love to meet him yes definitely um, 
yeah, and uh, get some stuff signed for him. How, mo- how, how much it costs, you know, I'm sure it'll be a crazy amount. And then, of course, to see other people that I've seen at other conventions or signings. Uh, of course, Trad Moore is going to be there. Um, I'd love to look through if he's got any portfolio or artwork with him to look at some actual Trad Moore original art would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking forward to looking at original art and prints and uh, meeting some new people, maybe getting introduced to some new artwork, new, new talent, all that kind of stuff out there to follow. But yeah. What about you? What are you looking forward to? Um, definitely Sinkevich, like you said, um, uh, no, no secret. Uh, we're both, uh, excited to, to stop by and talk to, to Lee Weeks. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. And, um, also, uh, I am looking forward to, um, talking to Daniel Warren Johnson. Um, I haven't, uh, I haven't, uh, yeah, yeah. To, to, to see anything or, or, you know, talk to him or see any of his stuff. I, you know, all of his sketches are amazing. So yeah, just to see, see what he's doing. Um, that's another one I want to check out. Uh, so um, is there anybody that, uh, that, uh, anybody else you're looking forward to? Um, definitely Daniel Warren Johnson. Yeah. Definitely Lee Weeks. I'm bringing my silent issue, uh, of Batman that we had that special episode about breakdown mm-hmm. for him to sign. Uh, Daniel Warren Johnson's one. I've never actually read any of the books that he's written and drawn. I have mm-hmm. individual issues of certain things. Like I've never read a complete series though. So I'm excited actually to buy one of his books from him and have him sign it and all that kind of stuff. So I can actually read it. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for Ed Piscor, of course, and Jim Rugg, maybe get some work from them. Uh, and uh, yeah, Jenny Friston is one I'm really looking forward to as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, cause we, in my house, me and Rebecca, we love her artwork it's it's uh we have a couple of her issues that we bought specifically just for the covers hanging up on our walls um and rebecca if she's not a comic collector but she does collect jenny frisson covers if she finds a good one that she loves she'll she'll buy it and keep it somewhere yeah um and i'd like to i'd like to stop by uh, michelle fife's table um yeah. uh, i i've always been intrigued by copra so this is going to be a chance for me to 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 dive in there i uh i've been reading his uh gi joe book um which is which is pretty good it's uh it's a very uh uh hearted take that uh goes back to the sort of that that, that feel of the, the the 80s cartoon which i i really enjoy so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him as well yeah i'm gonna get those books for uh the guy who's watching my cat this weekend because he's a huge gi joe fan um but he's not read any of the books about him. I, I think he'd really like them the mm-hmm. who i'm most looking forward to getting a book from is uh mike Prezado. Yes. His new book, Luna, is out. So through Buno, or Buno, I can't remember how it is, uh, Storm Smith's publishing company. Yeah. So yeah, Mike Prez, he's been working hard at, at Luna. And uh, all the artwork I've seen from it is pretty awesome. So I'm really excited to get my hands on that issue and read it because it, it looks pretty cool. Uh, his work is 
always an inspiration. I have a commission from him and several prints and several books that he's done. And he's, he's definitely one of those artists to watch out for because he's really, he's really talented. Yeah. Um, Scotty Young is going to be there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My brother is having surgery next month. So I'm going to get him something to, uh, from Scotty Young because Scotty Young is my brother's favorite comic creator of all time. And uh, I'm going to get him something for him uh, just because uh, he loves Scotty Young so much. And that'll help uh, the recovery period go a little smoother if he has some good Scotty Young books to read. Very cool. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at the list here. Um, Neil Adams is going to be there. So oh, boy. I can I can go by the massive uh, – cathedral to to neil adams and he can glare at me which always uh, makes I, I need that to happen for for a con to be completed i i need to be glared at by by neil adams so yeah and, um is greg land gonna be there again this year i'd, I'd uh, like to I would, I, I'm looking through the list. I don't see him, um, but I do remember him being super duper uh, nice last year. He was um, really nice last year. I was yeah. so, he was so talkative and so kind. I was like, wow. Um, I think, I think, I don't think Jim Steranko is going to be there again this year too, which is kind of disappointing. No. Steve Epting is going to be there. That's going to be good. Yeah. Jason Latour. And, um, uh Rico uh what's his name who both the guys both so Bates J Jason Latour and the artist both of them that created uh Spider Gwen are going to be there um yeah I, I I'm sorry I'm drawing a blank on the name as well but um Mark Mark Wade is going to be there I always yeah. like uh, I always like hearing Mark Wade uh talk about uh talk about comics so yeah no kidding I'd love to see him talk about comics this weekend yeah, and uh, no, it's it's a it's a great time. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, seeing some of the artists uh, drawing commissions that they're they're getting ready for, and uh, seeing some of the some of the art that's going to be in the, in the auction is is oh, it's going to be awesome. Is is pretty exciting. So, all right. Well, um, we're I also going to see uh, our current our last interviewee, uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson, is going to be there. Good point at the table. So. Excited to get maybe some more books from him and get uh, my copy of Last Sun signed by him as well. Yes, definitely. Um, okay, well, um, I'll let you give any final thoughts on either of the two books we talked about or or Heroes Con, and then and then we'll wrap this uh, we'll wrap this uh, episode up. Um, I'm looking forward to what's ahead in Doomsday Clock and Silver Surfer, and of course, I've just been. Like, you know, it's been one of the uh, things I've been looking forward to for the whole year. Uh, Heroes Con, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm just, yep, it's been all leading up to this point. Yeah, I, I it was it was such a great time last year. I, I it agree really with was. you. So. Yeah. All right. So um, I'd like to thank everybody. Um, I'm going to post a few uh, of the, the best uh, images from both uh, Doomsday Clock 10 and Silver Surfer. Um, black number one on our social media if you want to give us a follow on twitter we're at construct compod um, we're on instagram at constructing comics pod and we have a facebook page which is uh facebook.com forward slash constructing comics um if you could go on itunes and give us a rate or review we'd really appreciate it and we also have a youtube channel um 
uh, under the same name of Constructing Comics, where we do creator spotlights. Uh, we have we have two up right now, and we'll be back soon with with a third. Um, so I'd like to thank everybody for joining us, and we'll be back uh, next time with episode forty. <laughs>